Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a new episode of Land Grant Holy Land's recruiting-centric podcast, The Dotted Line. My name is Matt Timonini, and joining me this week is Land Grant Holy Land's recruiting columnist and analyst and our resident football coach, Caleb Hauser. Caleb, you are getting ready for quite a weekend. Not only do we have Thanksgiving on Thursday, you're the te- high school football team that you are the wide receiver coach for. You are playing at Ford Field in that state up north high school uh, state championship game, and then we have the actual game in Columbus on Saturday. So you're going to have quite a busy holiday week. Yeah, I think off air we were kind of just talking about about how it could be a wonderful weekend, or it can be <laughs> a weekend that you that you try to forget, but you won't be able to. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna go off on a limb and say uh, on both accounts we're gonna be we're gonna be pretty happy on Friday night and on Saturday night as well too. I, I'm gonna hold you to that. So um, you are busy. Your time is stretched very thin this week, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk about this. So let's let's get into it. The first thing that we want to talk about is what we assume will be a fairly busy recruiting weekend for Ohio State. The coaches will be 100% focused on the game, but the recruiting staffs and some of the other folks that are in and around this program will hopefully be welcoming a lot of players uh, to campus this weekend. We know some. It is early in the week. We don't know everybody who's going to be there yet, as these things are very much in flux. With the early recruiting period coming up in just a few weeks, this is really the final opportunity, especially because it's the last home game, but even just because it's so close to signing day, uh, this is really the last time to make an impact on some of these recruits. So we, what we know so far is we know some of the guys, the biggest name is going to be one of the three outstanding uh, edge rushers that Ohio State is hoping to land one, two, and probably not three, but they, would, they wouldn't be upset about getting all three. But it looks like Damon Wilson is going to be on campus this weekend, correct? Yeah, he's been reported to be headed to Columbus this weekend, and it looks like on all accounts, you know, the on three rivals, two four seven, everybody's kind of been hinting towards him being on campus, and then he locked in that that last visit, and he's like you said, one of the three guys that Ohio State is hoping to land um, and, and really cap this cap this defensive fall off with a bang. And I know Larry Johnson, have, as we've mentioned several times, you know, kind of does a little bit of late antics when it comes to the recruiting trail and takes his sweet time. Uh, but again, we, we've seen these players that are the high profile guys. They tend to take their time in the recruitments because, again, they are they're the most highly sought after guys and they, they go through the process and 
you know, he was just in Georgia and it's been kind of a back and forth love affair, you know, where one, one day Ohio state has the edge the next day people think, you know, Georgia has the edge, but I know people um, that are closest in the know, like Bill Kerlick. And obviously uh, when you've got Steve Wiltfong director of recruiting for two, four, seven sports saying he's not given any way on his crystal ball pick towards Ohio state for Damon Wilson, because he just hasn't heard any news to make him want to flip that pick. And I think that's a good sign. And then obviously, you know, being able to get him back for what I would think would be the last visit, uh, certainly the last game to visit because, you know, schools won't be able to host him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, and postseason play. But uh, what looks to probably be his last visit, I think, you know, being that he's going to be in Columbus, that bodes well for Ohio state. And one of the other guys that is amongst those, big three defensive ends. And I will say in the 24 seven sports composite ranking, he's the number 19 player in the country. He is a five-star player, the number two edge rusher. One of the other guys that is in that group of, of edge rushers is Keon Keeley. Who's the number seven player in the country, according to 24 seven sports composite ranking, of course, a seven or a five-star player and the number one overall edge rusher. He had previously been committed to Notre Dame decommitted and immediately everybody put him down as a crystal ball for Alabama. He has not yet committed to Alabama, which as we've talked about before, gives Ohio State a little bit of of possibility there. He is still you know, kind of making up his mind. Uh, 24/7 put out an article on Monday that said as of now, he is not planning on going to any campus for a visit, whether that is for the game in Columbus or for the Iron Bowl between Alabama and Auburn. Um so I don't know what that means, if that means he's made a decision and he's going to wait or if he, you know, he's been to a lot of these places already. Um, what's your vibe on that? I mean, he still has, uh, you know, other visits he could make. The only places he's made official visits to is Ohio State, Alabama and Notre Dame. So it really seems like it comes down to Ohio State and Alabama. Florida is still technically warm, according to 24-7 sports, but he hasn't been there. So I, I don't know what to make of all of this. Does this just mean it's Alabama and that's it? Or does should Ohio state hold out hope here? I think Ohio state definitely has a chance here. Uh, and, and it's going to come down to, in my opinion, you know, who Ohio state thinks they have the best shot with among the three. And I think for me personally, I think the two of Damon Wilson and Mateo Uyunglele, those are the ones that it looks like Ohio State has the inside track for at least having the best chances of. Um, and I know Greg Biggins for 247 Sports. He's kind of that out west, um, you know, the lead beat writer for those guys. And Mateo is one of those guys that kind of like Damon Wilson, they don't do a lot of interviews. And, the, you know, these three guys have really kept it close to the vest. I think the most talkative one would be Keon. Um, and I really think that's only because he had the decommitment from, from Notre Dame, like you said. So, um, Anytime, obviously, there's a decommitment or a rescind or a rescinding of the pledge, they're going to be more talkative, more talkative in terms of you know what happened, you know where's your recruitment going and that kind of thing. Uh, but for me, I I kind of lean on you know the Steve Wiltfongs of the world, the Bill Curlicks, and like I said, Greg Biggins, and I lean towards what they know because again, these guys are keeping it close to the vest. So when they say you know Ohio State has the inside track for Damon Wilson, um, Ohio State is still the leader for Mateo. Uh, you know whether that's true or not, when they think you know in that kind of limelight where Mateo is, you know, keeping things close to the vest and definitely going to take his full time in this recruitment. I think of Ohio State having the best chance with those two guys instead of Keon, um, if I'm being, you know, completely honest. And and I do think, you know, with how many times both uh, Mateo and Obviously, uh, Damon have already been on campus, and then with Damon coming back, that bodes well. Keon obviously has been on campus, made the return trip, you know, just a couple weeks after his Notre Dame game visit. So those kinds of things, you know, they definitely make you think. But I just I can't see a world where Ohio State gets all three. As amazing that as that would be, I just I don't see 
that happening. I, I think the class is definitely suitable for two. Um, and, and, you know, obviously if all three wanted in, I, I do think, you know, they would make a way somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't think it would be too hard for them to do that considering they've, you know, just lost two commitments in this class, you know, within the past week. But again, I don't think they'll get all three. If I had to hedge my bet, I do think they'll definitely get one of the three. And, you know, and if we're lucky, I think Damon Wilson and Mateo will be those two guys that if they're, if they're able to hedge their bet a little bit and get both, um, or two out of the three, I should say, I think it'll be those two, if anything. Yeah, Mateo Uyengalele is, according to 24-7 Sports Composite Ranking, is 33rd nationally, still a five-star guy, the number six defensive edge rusher. But according to 24-7's individual rankings, he's the number 10 player in the country and the number two defensive edge, uh, edge rusher, which is interesting because, you know, at least for me, and I want to speak for you, Caleb, like if I'm going to look at one service, it's going to be 24 seven, just because they're the Absolutely. biggest and they have the most guys out there. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, those, those edge rushers are definitely guys to uh, keep an eye out for. What is interesting. You mentioned the fact that there has been a number of decommitments in the 2023 class. And as we are recording on Monday, there was just another one. Um, the fourth one of this uh, this cycle for Ohio State. And that was quarterback Brock Glenn, who has uh, who had committed to Ohio State in late July, and he has now flipped his commitment to Florida State. He is the number 378 player in the country, number 22 quarterback. And as you and I were talking about before we started recording, like, I, I actually kind of, I, I, this is good for him. Like, I'm happy for him to do this because Brock was the quarterback commitment in 2023. He had to look, you know, at what was going to be ahead of him when he came in with two guys sitting there that are already on campus and then behind him uh, the number one player in the country not just number one quarterback Dylan Raiola coming in 2024 so like I you know I I think Ohio State wants to have a guy in this class and we can talk about who they might end up getting but like I'm not mad about it like go find a place that you think you're going to have the best opportunity to play I think Brock knew coming in that he was probably going to be one of those guys who would have to work really hard to ever see the field on a consistent basis and maybe he comes for a couple years and then transfers out but he Found a place. I, I'm down here in Florida. Florida State's actually having a pretty good season, and it seems like Mike Norvell is turning things around. So if he has an opportunity to go there and play, I can't be that mad about it. Yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of just get it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like you said, when you've got guys ahead of you, behind you, and then obviously guys coming in, and like Dylan Rayola, like you mentioned, when you see that kind of tutelage and you know the accolades that you know are coming into Ohio State, you know the year after you, and plus what you've already got in front of you. It just kind of makes sense. And then I remember, obviously, you look at his 247 profile in, in regard to Brock Lynn, and I, I can see, you know, right on his profile where it says, you know, in July, right before he committed to Ohio State, there were several crystal ball picks for Florida State to win his commitment. Um, and then, obviously, you know, the the momentum and the motive and all of the things that worked out for Ohio State for Brock Lynn, he committed there. And, and I personally think what happened was is Florida State realized, you know, Ohio State's got him right now, but they never wavered from it. They wanted to continue yeah. to recruit him. And again, when you're looking at Ohio State's roster, and you can call it negative recruiting, you can call it you know taking advantage, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I do think, in my opinion, and I can't say this for a fact because I don't know, but it just kind of makes sense that Florida State would stay in on him and basically just show him, you know, Brock, look what you have behind you. Look what you have ahead of you, but look at Florida State's roster, our roster, and what we could do for you in terms of, you know, the the actual chance of you coming in and playing right away. And and like you said, at that point in time, 
it's a business decision for Brock Glenn. You wish him nothing but the best, obviously, except he, unless he plays Ohio State sometime. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it's it, like you said, it, it kind of makes sense. Um, you know, in, in Ohio State, what we've seen in the past is you just have to trust, you know, what the staff is doing. I, in my humble opinion, and again, like who am I to say this, but I was under the impression that Ohio State really doesn't need to take a quarterback in the 2023 class. I know that every year Ryan Day wants to have one in the fold just because of, you know, the attrition that can happen on a roster. But for me, when I see Kyle McCord, you know, definitely has the inside track to it, being that he's the only guy that's played, you know, any meaningful time at all, even though they don't really let him run any of the offense except handoff left and right. But then you've got, you know, Devin Any Brown. type, yeah. It, yeah, you got Devin Brown right behind him, but then Dylan Rayola in the 2024 class. It's just you, you didn't really, in my opinion, again, need to stack up, you know, a full quarterback room of guy after guy after guy. And if you got into a pinch, there is, you know, always a transfer portal that you can, you know, kind of take a look at and see, you know, what what you're able to do. And I mean, Mark Pantonio for Ohio State, obviously, you know, he's you know a full time guy of just you know you know, diving right into that kind of stuff and, you know, making sure, you know, his eyes are dotted, his T's are crossed. So again, for me, I think it's a business decision for Brock Glenn and I don't fault him at all. Uh, you know, and if anything, I think Ohio state will be fine moving forward. Yeah. I, I think you definitely want to have a third guy in that room because spoiler alert, I don't think CJ Stroud is coming back for another year. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> he's not coming back, but whether that's getting another guy, that's similar to Brock Glenn, a lower ranked guy or somebody in the transfer portal. I, I don't think it matters. You you never want to have to play your third string quarterback. But when you do, you don't want to be without him. We've seen with running backs this year that injuries can happen in bunches and you don't want to necessarily have to deal with somebody, you know, just have a roster where you don't ha- you have to go to a walk on or something. That's not ideal. Right. Or Cardale there- Jones. <laughs> well, let, I mean, we'll take that for sure. Um, there is a guy who we think think might be on campus this week, a quarterback in the 2023 class who has it confirmed that he is going to be on campus yeah. or is it- yeah, it, it, all all reports according to you know what I'm seeing from you know two four seven and on three it looks like it, it's definitely going to happen. But Lincoln Kineholes is a South Dakota native. He is currently committed to Washington. He's a 2023 quarterback that you know I think Ohio State staff obviously that's not a surprise that Brock Glenn was decommitting. There was some you know buzz about that earlier in the week, especially from uh, Rivals.com uh, reporter Jeremy Birmingham. He had kind of notion towards that, just kind of like he did you know the week before with Mark Fletcher's decommitment. He had been hitting around that and uh you know doing a really good job of making sure you know Ohio State recruiting followers were kind of well aware of what what may be coming and you know eventually did come to fruition but again Lincoln Kineholds is a six foot three 185 pound quarterback in the 2023 class he's currently committed to Washington um, and has been committed since June of this year uh, but he has 12 offers um, from the likes of Wyoming Wisconsin um, and I, I think Ohio State obviously he hasn't have an offer yet but if he's coming for a visit this weekend I think that's kind of a uh, you know what could be coming is is a definitely an offer. Um, but other schools in the Big Ten, like Illinois and Minnesota, have also offered him as well, too. Uh, but like I said, he's been committed to Washington since June of this year. And interestingly enough, Lincoln's Twitter right now, uh, about two hours ago, he retweeted uh, a, a name that is familiar to a lot of people that follow Ohio State recruiting, Luke Montgomery, who has kind of turned into one of the captains of this of this class in terms of recruiting. And uh, Luke tweeted, we all good, Buckeyes, just wait. And he's got the uh, the Buckeye emoji and fingers crossed and a smiley face. And Lincoln retweeted that. That was just about the exact same time that Brock decommitted and flipped. So, I, I mean, votes pretty well. <laughs> yeah, you think you know what's going to happen with that. Right. But who knows at this point?
Let's wrap up the conversation about who we think either will definitely be there or who you think might end up being in Columbus this weekend. Again, a lot can change between now and Saturday, um, not the least of which can be weather related, depending on where people are coming from. But who do you think might be there? Are there any other names that you think are important that we know for sure are confirmed to be there? Who should people watch out for that could be in the shoe to watch Ohio State play their rival? I think for me, it's not so much of, you know, who's going to be there, but it's more of a confirmation. Uh, and, and I saw earlier um, this week, you know, with Luke Montgomery tweet, but um, Brandon Ennis, obviously, you know, the teammate of Mark Fletcher down at American Heritage. Mark Fletcher obviously decommits. Um, and, and right away, obviously, you know, Ohio State fans are like, oh, my gosh, you know, what's going to happen with Brandon Ennis? Is he going to be another one? And Ohio State fans right away are thinking, you know, What's going to go, what's going to happen with Brandon Ennis, you know, his current teammate, obviously fellow Buckeye commit. And for me, when I look at Brandon's Twitter, everything that he said has been, you know, definitely Ohio state positive and, you know, everything that he's kind of, you know, looking for and all that kind of stuff. And, and like you said, you know, Luke Montgomery just tweets, you know, two hours ago, we all good Buckeyes just wait. One of the first persons to quote tweet that and share it is Brandon Ennis. So uh, for me, yeah. him being on campus this weekend, that's been a rumor. Um, I, I haven't seen that confirmed anywhere, he, but it he looks said, like he, he, he said he actually said it last Thursday. He said, Buckeye fans, there's nothing to worry about. Trust me. With that being said, I will be home next weekend for the TNU game. Go Buckeyes. So he will be it, in Columbus unless something changes. Right. And I couldn't remember if it was if it was, uh, you know, him tweeting it right away that he was thinking about coming or actually coming that and that obviously solidifies it. But for me, it's, it's kind of that thing, you know, the 2023 classes tends to happen. Uh, you know, sometimes where decommitments late in the process, you're like, Oh, you know, what was me as a sky fallen type of deal. And, and realistically what Ohio state has going for him is still a very solid class. And the biggest members of that class at very important spots are still 100% locked in. And when you have guys like that, that are going to be, you know, on the field, in pregame chopping it up with several guys that are, you know, prospective recruits. And like, like we already mentioned, you know, fellow Florida native Damon Wilson, who is getting close to a decision. It's those guys like Luke Montgomery, Brandon Ennis that can, you know, be around them and, and show them, you know, Hey, Ohio state's a place for you to be, you know, let's build a class and, and finish this off the right way. So for me, it's not really a, a matter of, you know, the new guys coming here or, you know, who's going to be there, who's thinking about coming. It's the guys that are, you know, mainly the the big leaders and recruiters of this current 2023 cycle that they're there in person, you know, doing their due diligence to make sure that they finish off the class with a bang. Real quick, before we wrap up here, you mentioned Mark Fletcher decommitting. Ohio State does not have a running back in the 2023 class. Do you think they need one? Because, I mean, unless somebody transfers, Travion Henderson is not eligible for the NFL draft. Mayan Williams is. And I think that there is a possibility that he enters the NFL draft, uh, but he doesn't have to by any means. Obviously, Dallin Hayden is a true freshman, so he will be back. You expect um, Evan Pryor to be back. So, like, that's a pretty full room. Again, with four running backs, somebody could transfer. Somebody could go, you know, Mayan could go to the NFL draft. But do you think they need to pick up somebody to, to add to that room? And if so, do you have anybody in mind? I think it's definitely one of those things that you kind of look at it and you see the full room. And if the room was completely healthy or if, you know, Mayan doesn't come back, then it's like, we definitely don't need anybody. In my opinion, if Mayan does come back, I don't think they need absolutely have to have, you know, a 2023 commitment at the running back position. Like you already mentioned, all those guys on the roster with Trey Vion. And like I said, if Mayan did come back with Evan Pryor, with Dallin Hayden, what Dallin Hayden has showed me, especially last week against Maryland, but really all season long, is that dude has what it takes. And he's only going to get better. I mean, that kid is 18 years old. He 
He's got the world ahead of him in terms of, you know, reps and, you know, a full off season to, you know, continue to build strength and get better, um, you know, for Ohio State as a running back. But I, I guess for me, if Mayan does leave, I would like to see them take one more. I think their thinking is, is if we do lose one, we need to add one. Um, and I don't think it's one of those transfer portal type of things because they've already got the older guys, um, you know, like we said, with, you know, Travion obviously being a third year guy next year yeah. and then Dallin being a second year and, you know, Evan Pryor um, being a third year guy as well, too. But, you know, obviously being hurt um, this year and taking a medical redshirt year. So I think the guy that I'm looking at or, you know, kind of hopeful in terms of, you know, who could get, you know, into Ohio State's class late would be uh, current Louisville commit Ruben Owens. He is obviously the number one running back in the country, according to 247 Sports. Uh, for me, it's you know one of those things where, in my opinion, this is not a slide on Louisville, but I, it will come off as one. If Ohio State put the full court press on him and was able to really get in there, you know, could they sway him to come to Ohio State over Louisville? I mean, we've seen what they've done with Texas native running backs with J.K. Dobbins um, before like that. So, I mean, kind of shifting, you know, to Texas again to look at the running back spot. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to, you know, really get in after Ruben Owens if if they were like if they would like to. But at the same time, like I said, if they're if they're not going to lose Mayan and they, they very well could, if they're not going to lose Mayan, then I don't think they need one. If they do, I would like to see them add one because I do think, you know, you want to have a full stable, especially, you know, after we've seen this year with Mayan yeah. and Travion basically trading weeks of, you know, I'm playing, I'm not playing. And, you know, hopefully they're both healthy for next week um, or as healthy as they possibly can be. But what we've seen with that, especially with Evan Pryor being out too, you kind of you kind of need that fourth guy, just you know, at least for depth purposes. And I think if you know if they lose Mayan, I think they'll they'll want to add one in, the, in this current class. Yeah, we will see what happens. I mean, you always, I, I guess, Chip Trainum is he still have eligibility left for next year? I don't even know, or him or Xavier Johnson. Who knows at this point? It's all. It's all a mess in that running back room right now, but thank goodness they've got Dallin Hayden healthy because uh, he really has, as you said, saved the day. And unlike you, I don't expect to see, I actually don't want to see Travion Henderson and maybe not even Mayan Williams play in the game this Saturday because I don't think they're near 100% and I don't think they're 60, 70, 75%, whatever they are now, is equal to what Dallin Hayden is fully healthy. So Yeah, no, I would we'll, agree with you. Yeah, so we will see. All right, everybody, that's all that we've got on this recruiting-centric episode here on the Langer and Holyand podcast feed. If you are not already subscribed to the feed, make sure that you are downloading every single episode wherever you get your podcasts. We are bringing you pretty much two podcast episodes every single day throughout the entire college football season. And now that men's and women's basketball have tipped off as well, you are getting even more content that you cannot find anywhere else. Don't forget to follow the Langer and Holyland on Twitter at LandGrant33. You can find me at Matt Caleb, where can people find you? Caleb Hauser, nine. And uh, all right, what time is the state championship game at Ford Field? We are Friday at 4.30 p.m. If anyone, for any reason, uh, has any viewing purposes at all, we are we are on Valley Sports Detroit. So uh, I believe you can get that online if anyone actually really cared to watch that. But uh, that's where I'll be spending my majority of my day on Friday. And hopefully, uh, you know, about 7 o'clock or so, we'll be hoisting, a, hoisting another trophy. So I'm, I'm hoping for it. Awesome, man. Congratulations. Good luck. Let's hope it's a, uh, a, a, a lot of winning going on uh, for you this weekend, both on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Certainly wouldn't hurt my feelings. And, you know, after after last year, especially with, you know, the game, I'm, I'm really hoping this one is uh, is, is going there. And I kind of psych myself out a little bit because I'm like, you know, I do I only get one or the other? And I'm like, no, nah, forget that. I have to have both <laughs> of these games this weekend. So you know, hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully Ohio State fans are just as happy as I am on Friday. Absolutely. All right, everybody, that's all we have. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Bucks.